0: The date is February 22, 2021. Two robots, one gold, one silver, are walking through the desert. The silver one is lagging behind and eventually stops altogether. The gold robot walks back to see what the problem is. The silver one strips, as is customary, and turns around, revealing its kill switch, which the gold robot activates. The silver robot walks away, exploding a minute later. The story tells us two things. One, that Daft Punk's 28-year-long music career has come to an end. And two, Cover Me called it right in 2018. Gold Robot would absolutely win in a fight. Twenty years before their retirement, Daft Punk launched their second studio album, Discovery. The lead-up to the album's release saw the duo adopting their iconic robot costumes, and the album will be well-remembered for its numerous hits, including One More Time, and the fourth single from the album, which would later be famously sampled by Kanye West in 2007. The Daft Punk single itself was heavily based on a sample of Edwin and Birdsong's 1979 disco track, Cola Bottle Baby. Quote, I recorded it 30 years ago and here comes some guys from France, said Birdsong. I asked them, where did you find the music? And they said, I was going through bins and it popped out. The single was built around the keyboard and bass from Cola Bottle Baby, with Birdsong's vocals being replaced by vocoded vocals singing lyrics lifted straight from the 1970s TV show, The Six Million Dollar Man. This strange song would go on to earn number 132 on NME's 150 best tracks of the past 15 years, and the band's live version of the song ended up winning a Grammy Award for Best Dance Recording in 2009. To this day, it's difficult to find a modern dance song that hits harder than this 2001 classic. That's right! We're talking Daft Punk's Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger on Cover Me. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that talks about famous songs and their many cover versions, compares them against one another to find out which one is better. I'm your host as always Jake Cressy joined by my faster co-host
1: Alex Mildenberger
0: known for speed Swift Alex known for speed it's Alex Mildenberger and then Sonic the Hedgehog those are the two names and going fast <laughs> gotta go fast, gotta Sorry,
2: go
1: fast. I, Alex, I didn't I didn't watch doing? their I didn't watch their retirement announcement video um and tell you uh, man, uh, listen
0: i can save you eight minutes of time it's exactly as i described it is quite long <laughs> except the gold the gold robot walks into the sunset yeah because it's art house so it's it's cinema verite everything has to take exactly the, the same amount of time that it pretends to take so there's a minute countdown on the silver robot when he hits the kill switch and then he he explodes a we see it from a few angles so i guess that's not cinema verite but you know it takes a minute to get there and then he walks into sunset for like three minutes. You get a, a sign of them hold it. It's like a it's like a tombstone basically. It's got one hand from each of them making a triangle, and then it says nineteen ninety three to twenty twenty one, which is the years I've been alive.
1: For. Rest in peace, silver robot. Who has a name? Definitely has a name. Uh, a well known name that is publicly available. But uh, you know, no, no.
0: Nah, I mean that's it's silver just his, the, like the robot. True. Don't have names. It's just the two guys. The names, the right? robot,
1: who are presumably yeah. inside the robots, but like we don't know.
0: We don't. It could know be anybody sure. in He's, there. He he strips off his jacket, and it's just a it's just a completely like black. Entity under like a void. Not even black. Like like ethnicity wise, black like. <laughs> just speaks.
1: like the color black.
3: Yeah.
0: Relax. daft punk retired and they did. The, the general consensus seems to be that they didn't release an original album since like 2016 that might even be generous like 2013 it's been a
1: while i don't remember the i i, I know they did the um the soundtrack the tron soundtrack. legacy and that is all because my brother used to talk about that
0: right their last album was 2013 random access memories um they featured on which we talked uh, about <laughs> yeah we've talked about that album because it features the hit song get lucky that was our fourth episode alex yeah.
1: is it on there
0: yeah, yeah there it's, Sorry, it's track number, it is i can't find it because i'm blind
1: because yeah. i can't see songs without if they have the feet in it then i can't never find mm,
0: them you can never find them you have the the opposite of a foot fetish a feet aversion <laughs> you know
1: as soon as as soon as feet is involved it I mean, I mean, generally, that's not a thing I understand, like, on a personal level.
0: What fetishizing food foot, foot fetishes, anything. but, like,
1: I mean, that's...
0: Yeah, you're all about the hands, aren't you? Throw that in there,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, ha- yeah, I'm, yeah, hand stuff, that's that's my thing. Can
0: you imagine being a hand fetishist and being, like, so up your own it's ass, all... like, I don't get it with these feet, people. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. disgusting. <laughs> now,
1: hands on the other hand. Uh, hand. <laughs> that makes sense anyway that makes sense to
0: me. anyway
1: anyway tron legacy albums yeah they haven't done a lot they haven't been like super active uh maybe production i don't know uh, i've never really followed
0: them no that's in that's sort of the thing people have noted online they're like daft punk were insanely huge like internationally popular and yet they don't have the same like like dramatic following that other music acts seem to have like i just saw uh, an article yesterday which was like gene simmons commenting on the uh the the k-pop group uh bts which might be pronounced beats i don't know i'm not oh that's not in that that scene so i'm not in i'm not in the sphere either i don't know i don't know for sure but it's like him being you know anytime you get a comment from gene simmons and that's the thing is he has a history that it's like, oh i hate these bands but that's a, a, a band who has been irrelevant for years, and yet Gene Simmons still gets a play in the, in the press circuits. Whereas Daft Punk is, like, you know... That's why I think another reason this retirement was so out of nowhere is because nobody hears from them yeah. unless they are actually doing something.
1: They could have just not done anything, and no one would yeah. question it. they have been like, hey, Daft Punk hasn't done anything in, like, 20 years. That's pretty... Like, I don't think anyone would have questioned it, because... I mean, I guess they don't have the the public persona, which is kind of part of the idea, I think. Yeah, of, like the masking so stuff. So yeah,
0: cool, cool. I, yeah, maybe so. Maybe this retirement was more just for them, like to each other, to be like, "Well, we we've gone as far as we can with Daft Punk. It's time to to wind down, do our own thing."
1: Yeah, would I, I? I have no idea. I assume they haven't said anything about it because they they don't. Usually talk much, and also I wouldn't even know what they said if they did say anything. Cause they're French.
0: They're French, exactly. Um, yeah, hard to say. And and well, I don't know. What am I gonna do? Read into this art house film and be like, well, one of them really wanted to stop, while the other wants to continue on with music. Cause obviously the silver guy explodes, but the gold guy walks on. But what does True. that mean? Does it mean anything? Was that just a way for them to end Daft Punk? Who knows? And the thing, the thing with music retirements, I don't know. You know how many bands have been like re- retiring? This is the last thing, and then X amount of years happen, and they fucking come back like we're back, babies. Okay. Yeah sure. that
1: that too. It's like comic book deaths. It's like, does it mean anything? Uh, bands have called it quits before and then come back a couple of years later. Yeah, like it's not that big a deal.
0: Motley Crue was doing their last show ever for like five years <laughs> up until at least the pandemic. I'm That's, pretty sure. Yeah.
1: Honestly, don't know, and I'm pretty sure they like lost members. Like they were, they were bleeding members, and there's not that many oh, yeah. members. I might have made that up.
0: No, it's fact now. Anybody who says otherwise can fight me. God
1: damn. I might have. I might have to, um, might have to fight you over that then.
0: We've talked. We talked about Daft Punk before. Yeah, we have. What's but we never really talked about because this was early, early days. We talked about Daft Punk.
1: Yeah, our, um, our episodes were a reasonable length back then.
0: Yeah, I would, I, that episode was an hour and 15 minutes. I had to go back to to see who we said would win in the the battle of the band segment. Was, I think I was said Gold, Gold Robot, Robot, yeah. We both did. It was you convinced me.
1: I, s- I said the shorter one.
0: Pretty sure you said Gold Robot, but Well, well
1: I, I I mean, I'm sure I did at some point. <laughs> <laughs> that was just why I said it.
0: Anyway. Um, yeah, but tell me, Alex, what's your relationship with Daft Punk? They were, I mean, they've been alive as long as we have.
1: They've been, like, active as long. I guess Daft Punk has been, has existed. Yeah, the entity
0: Daft Punk.
1: The entity Daft Punk. Uh, I don't have much of a relationship with Daft Punk. I like the name. It's a great name. Mm-hmm. Um, very evocative. And possibly also meaningless. Um. Yeah,
0: much like the lyrics to this song we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like I said, like, my brother was really into them for a while, so I've listened to the Tron Legacy soundtrack a bit, and obviously, right. we talked about Get Lucky, which is a pretty good song. They I've heard pretty their song. songs, and they're pretty good. Yeah, But other than that, it's, it's not a personal relationship.
0: Yeah, I suppose so, like, yeah, I was loosely aware of the hits when I was growing up, and I always thought they were pretty cool. I just never knew like more about like who they were. I had seen maybe a clip or two of some of their the the videos from this phase, the discovery phase, which was this because it was made by Toei Animation, the right the biggest because it's like Japanese anime. animation companies. Yeah, so it was like nineties anime. I was like, holy shit, this is cool. <laughs> and but it never really penetrated my 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 circle of reality for some reason, but. Yeah, and I've listened I've taken the time to listen to like random access memories. Um, I dipped into Dis- to discovery a little bit this week, and it all hits. It's all very good, very catchy. Um, it may just be an example of because a lot of people call this house music, uh, electronic dance music, things in that nature, which is really not my realm. This might be like, as far as I can dip into it is a, being able to say like, yeah, Daft Punk is is good, but also I'm not like it's not in my regular rotation in any way.
1: Yeah, like I'll listen to this or their hits or whatever. I I'm sure their other songs are good too, but I haven't listened to them. Really. Yeah. Um I generally don't go out of my way to to seek out like electronic music just out of habit. Yeah, it's just
3: not
0: in my DNA to, to do that.
2: Yeah.
0: But we're talking about Fucking harder, better, faster, stronger. Uh, super well known. Everybody knows this song. Everybody knows it either from the original version or the Kanye West sample from 2007, True. which was also hugely popular. Won which a Grammy for best rap solo performance? Th-
1: think would have been the first thing I heard of this. Mm. Like, it's possible I heard the original, but I didn't know it. I just knew. I
0: definitely knew the original first, um,
1: and then later learned that it was from a sample, probably from right. my brother.
0: Yeah, what I was surprised this week was to find out is that this song's from a sample as well. I
1: was also surprised, which is pretty cool. In fact, a lot like, the original song, Cola Bottle Baby, Mm -hmm. by Edwin Birdsong, a lot of it is there. Like, the really funky bits all come from that sample.
0: Well, yeah, it really is like the spine of this song. Like, they pull a lot of the rhythm. The sample is obviously there. It's, it's really built around it the same way that the Kanye West version is built around the vocal track of this song. Like, it's, it's integral to the, to the actual song.
1: Yeah, but what's also interesting about the Kanye West one, we'll talk about it a little more later, is that it, like, doesn't pull from the cola bottle baby parts.
0: Yeah, that's right, because it, it is truly just the vocals that are sampled. Yeah. But like you said, we'll get to that. What we're going to get to right now... Is the, the very simple lyrics of harder, better, voice. faster, stronger. <laughs> Alright, this is uh I mean so...
1: I don't I don't see much um use in reading the lyrics out. Unless you want to. Um, <laughs> um I there let's say... I... We we should talk yeah, about let... the words that are there, but they're repeated so much uh, I I think it's um Probably uh, yeah to read, read out it in, it in it its entirety
0: yeah is but to to read out snippet so it begins work it make it do it makes us harder better faster stronger um that's that's important i mean the the first intro is all like important stuff yeah. so then it's more than hour hour never ever after work is over and then work it make it do it makes us harder better faster stronger
1: so that's they've kind of they kind of split it up because they're doing the first half of every... The fir- every one is, like, four syllables. And they yeah. do the first two syllables of each phrase.
0: In yeah, this sort of so if you're list looking at the, the lyrics, they have a comma between each... Like, yeah. every two words in a line, because it's work it, make it, do it, makes us! Yeah, so it's broken up, like you said.
1: And then... And then into the next section where they actually mm-hmm. put them together and do the work it harder make it better, make it
2: do, better it faster, do it better make it stronger
1: and then the like probably in terms of wordplay most interesting part of it more than ever hour after hour work is never over sort of squish the hour sound hour after hour saying our work is never over at the same time
0: yeah like the work is yeah hour after hour so it's like it's long and then our work is never over being attached to that
1: which cool english pun yeah in a song by some french guys
0: hell yeah these guys knew what they were doing yeah um so alex what does it mean what is what's going on, on side? like i think it's pretty clear it's about you know uh the endless sort of like I guess the the easiest analog is technological progression, but the, the, the human desire to constantly build and progress and refine and make better at the cost of everything else. Right.
1: Yeah. And at the same time, um, they talk like harder, better, faster, stronger, or I don't know about harder because I've never watched the six million dollar man. Um, I guess he, deflects bullets or whatever
0: well no it's his boners
1: oh right you know. and his his six million dollar <laughs> erection yeah uh, <laughs> It's where five million yeah the, fi- the five away. million five million is he is his is his row row boner and then <laughs> one million for the rest um but it, it the sort of like roboticness of that and they are robots so it's kind of part of their image as well
0: right Right, so the harder being a reference to becoming less, I guess, less human, more, more machine.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's kind of a phrase that you like hardening yourself to the world, yeah, pushing down your human emotion or nature.
0: Yeah, does this fall in line with sort of the? I mean, this is pre Heya, but the the Hey-Yah idea of y'all don't want to hear me, you just want to dance. This is a, dance. a horrific concept of. Progression with no goal. It's, in yeah, mind. it's like
1: the grind. Mm-hmm. But also great to dance to.
0: Great to dance to.
1: And also, like, there's not many words. So it can kind of like laser focus on just talking about like working hard. And then also, there's the concept of like, well, if you want to get ahead in the music industry or whatever, you got to do this kind of thing. Right. You have to act yeah, so. like a robot and, and like work, put all your time into it because. How else would you do it?
0: Yeah, particularly working in electronic music, like Daft Punk, it's like, well, you have this product that you can you can tweak and refine in your your audio workshops and things like that. And yeah, so yeah, put the grind in, make the time to make a, a project, and then yeah, then harder takes on a different definition because hard's a a term used in music to describe you know like hard rock things that are that have a little more attitude, that are a little more aggressive. Yeah things that hit harder you know a hard hit
1: yeah and kind of also there's like the bragging side of the grind we can be like i work so much harder than everyone which oh yeah i mean not my favorite idea but it's an idea that's out there of like yeah that rise and you grind culture 80 hours crazy. a week you piece of shit
0: yeah they're like i wake up at 4 a.m i fucking grind till fucking 3 a.m you're like, oh Jesus. <laughs> Um, so, like, there's a lot of things it suggests
1: with its very few words. I didn't count the number of distinct words, but it's not a lot.
0: It's not a lot. Um, yeah, one of the phrases we might have missed there that shows up in what, what Genius calls the chorus, which I'll admit has a, a chorus vibe to it, but with these lyrics, it's hard to to really say what's what. But work is never over.
1: That's true. do you say a
3: horrific that?
0: concept.
1: Yeah. And also, yeah, I mean, it just ties in with all the other stuff we said,
0: yeah, and like people on genius said it it kind of is open to your interpretation of the idea, whether it is like well, we're always getting better, we're always moving forward, and that's awesome, or whether it is this like we're we're working and grinding at the cost of of life itself, like all we do is work works never over, um, we're always doing this to improve, but with no clear goal in sight,
1: right, sort of the like the the divide between. One, the idea that like if the work is gone, what are you gonna do? Like, what would you replace mm-hmm. it with? There's nothing. Versus the like Sisyphean, Sisyphian whatever yes, task of just right. like always having to do the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It's like how do you find the balance, man? How do you find the balance?
0: The song leaves us with no answers. Just, just some catchy, funky music.
1: Honestly, it's probably not even asking most of these questions. We're, we're extrapolating on some of this stuff because it's really just talking about this idea of of like effort yeah it's yeah. just presenting it
0: it's just like here's what effort <laughs> is and you're yeah. like oh shit and
1: some like robot imagery because of the six million dollar man tie-in
0: mm-hmm. and of course the music video uh, uh you know does this conveyor belt construction of a of a, a reconstruction rather of this band um, which naturally has uh, implications within the the film. It's a part of Interstellar five 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 five. The five Tory of the five Egrid five Tar five system <laughs> five system rather.
1: Yeah, which I've not seen, but the music video is from it. Um, yeah. Although I was curious, it came out about a year after I think the Gorillas album, or two years. Mm-hmm. So they would have been like producing it kind of around probably just after the gorillas were putting out like animated band stuff that you would take more seriously than maybe some of the things and that came before it well
0: i'm, I'm so gra- glad you brought this up alex because first we have to talk about the alan parsons project Please, who please, had an anim- animated music video. Don't answer. For
1: don't me, answer me. Or... That was like claymation, though, wasn't it? No, just at the end. No, it just was right uh, like end. a comic book. Yeah, okay. yeah, right at the end, it right goes claymation, end? but yeah.
0: it's like a, it's animated like an old comic book. Um, and that's 1983. That song was released. So 83, 84, the music video would have come out. Um, and then of course Prozac, uh, was active in 1998. Uh, of course, Can- predominantly Canadian sensation. I don't know if their music would have reached France, of all places. It they had to change their name to even reach uh, the United States because the, the manufacturers of Prozac were upset with their name. Naturally, um, yeah. And then you get Gorillas down the line, and then in between Gorillas and Prozac and the uh, the Alan Parsons Project is this series of Daft Punk music videos. This
1: is in between of course,
0: the movie yeah, I believe so, because this would be 2002, right?
1: I don't or know amongst when it at the very least. 2003 I'm not sure didn't the first gorillas album come out a couple years before that.:
0: Listen, dog, here's what I know about gorillas. They are very strong. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all I know. That is You're right. Boring. It was created in 1998, Alex. Gorillas, these things happened. Consecutively, at yeah, the same so time, like, concurrently, kind of
1: heading towards that. I mean, even going back further, like the Archies were an animated band.
0: That's right. So that's so like you know, the
1: there's... late '60s. So there's like a long tradition of animated uh, music, um, but like this and uh, probably the Gorillas were like the the more serious or the stuff you would take more seriously. I don't want to I don't want to disparage Prozac, but I don't think they were held in the same like regard. As, right. As well, they did become
0: popular, particularly yes, in gorillas. Canada, and I, I I think, yeah, they were they were tongue in cheek sort of, but they they did get popularity. Um, but did was the gorillas? I mean, they were invented in that time. When did they actually become animated though? I th-
1: I thought they had animated stuff right off the bat.
0: Right off the bat. Oh, like, shit, I'm uh, trying to look their Wikipedia page here. I should have looked because like beforehand. gorillas, their
1: first album is Clint Eastwood on it. And that has that music video with the, with the zombies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the music video came out at the same time. Now, of course, it's a lot easier, or probably quicker, to do a gorilla's music video than a whole series of stuff like they made the film. But anyway, it was I. I don't know what influenced this stuff, but this all kind of happened at the same time.
0: At the same time, possibly you're right. just
1: around the time. Like we here often have difficulty taking animated film seriously, kind of culturally. Compared right to in the West, In other places. Like I was just thinking about, um, like Princess Mononoke. Which
3: right,
0: because it wasn't until uh, well, actually, around the same time here, we're talking two thousand one. Um, is the creation and the release of Spirited Away in Japan which wins an Oscar. That's yeah. an Oscar-winning movie. I don't know when. it. That might have been 2002. It came to say the 75th Academy Awards were in 2003. So yeah, 2002, that would have come to the, the West, and we would have been like, oh, this deserves an Oscar. And it, that's, uh, that's still an outlier. You're right. Like, even though we've had that achievement, we still don't really view animation the same lens that other parts of the world do, mm-hmm. particularly Japan.
1: So maybe there's something there. I don't know feel like i would need more knowledge and research but there may be a connection also this is french so that kind of throws a wrench in the works a little bit
0: yeah well and, and the the, the real reason behind why the or at least part of the reason is that they were f- fans of japanese animation that's sort of why they they even contacted toei animation for these music videos is that both members of Da Punk were like folk yard japanese animation i don't know if they were fucking dragon ball fans or something i don't know what they were watching like, probably anything. astro boy honestly probably astro boy that's <laughs> usually
1: astro out. boy in my experience
0: right yeah that's the, the older generation they're usually into that um but yeah that's uh, sort of where some of this comes from yes. so we've gone so we've gone a little <laughs> so far yeah, off. we've
1: gone on a bit of a tangent um you want to talk about the song
0: yeah, we talked about the lyrics. About Let's the, talk about the music, the song. Let's talk about these, uh, the the bleeps and bloops, as a, a boomer might call them. Yeah, because the bleeps this is electronic.
1: <laughs> this is electronic. And the bleeps and bloops are really the the vast majority of the song, because obviously the lyrics are very repetitive.
0: Well, and truly the vocals are even bleeps and bloops. They become more instrument True. than lyrics because there True. is repetitive lyrics. They're
1: very heavily vocoded.
0: Mm hmm. Which, yeah, that's what I also wanted to say. Some people attribute the use of the vocoder to the Radiohead song from, I believe, 1999. Fitter. Healthier? What is it? Oh, yeah.
1: I know that song.
0: Fitter. Mm. Now you know, it's fucking Stephen Hawking's.
1: Yeah. Fucking. I guess I never really thought of that as a vocoder. I thought of it as a Stephen Hawking voice, which is, yeah, but.
2: I don't know.
0: Yeah, but in that same vein of robotic because that one's like more like your Microsoft like text speech program. Yeah, whereas this has a little more like vocoder. It's, it's not a vocoder. like singing. It's,
1: it's like it's a it's spoken.
0: Yeah, so it's very and like in Radiohead, it's intentionally not musical. Yeah. Whereas this is like robotic and musical.
1: Very much so.
0: So this starts out with a minute of intro before we even hit the uh, the lyrics. Here.
1: It does. There's like a couple bits. There's like just some. The first part is very filtered out. It starts with like some uh, noise and then like the kind of a groove to start it in. Yeah. With like a right, boomp, so boom sound. <laughs> and then it gets into the cola bottle baby sample. That's right. Uh, the Cola Bottle Baby sample, pretty cool. It ha- kind of has two halves. It's this mm-hmm. very, like, bouncy keyboard sound with this guitar that does some of that funky, like, pull-off-the-strings style playing. Um, and. Right, it's in that. Yeah, and it. Exactly. So in the first half, um, the keys, like, work their way down. They did, like, boom, 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 boom. boom, boom. And then the guitar is like doing the funky strumming, and then the, the yeah. drums are accenting the backbeat with hi hat. Uh, and then in the second half, um, the guitars play this like, like descending yeah. run slide thing. And then the cymbals even change to the downbeat and then play like some ride cymbal. So, like, there's actually quite a bit of difference between the two halves of this riff, and it's just kind of looping. And we don't, yeah, yeah for a while. To like 15 Yeah, because it comes seconds. in pretty soon,
0: and yeah, it, it, it fills in there. And that, what that keyboard is doing, that like two note thing, boom, boom, is like integrated in so many different part of these songs. Even like the the vocal or vocals themselves are pretty much broken up into that boom, bam, work it, think it, don't dump, don't dump. Like that's, yeah like that is the spine of this.
1: Yeah, is that like just two syllable two beat thing. Um, mm-hmm. And then playing with kind of the, the negative space of that as well, because the first time we go through, it does the first half of each line uh, work it, make it. And then the second time through, it skips that and plays in the things only the back half. The That's right. The harder, better, faster, stronger. So that's kind of what's happening here, really. So you get these like groups of four syllables that you only at first use two of at a time
0: Hmm. yeah you're right like those are distinctly different of course the the vocoder takes on a different tone in both those parts but yeah it really is playing with that sense of rhythm and that's uh, probably part of what makes this so compelling as a dance piece in particular is because of how it's playing with the beat
1: absolutely and it's just like such a funky sample like mm-hmm. like and and yeah. a pretty obscure pull as far as i can tell even the, yeah, the guy who wrote it was like, really? That song
0: He's like, how the fuck did you find this?
1: <laughs> um, but kind of gave it a new life, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they kind of do a, an interlude in the middle where they play the, the part from the very start. That's a little groove that I mentioned. That's right. And then into the second vocal section where they start to put both halves of the, the syllables together to make the full lines. And then that part also has a cool sound because, uh, as you mentioned, the vocoder sounds different. So it kind right. of sounds like, I don't know if it's supposed to be both of them, but it does sound like there's two voices that are yeah, both different robots.
0: Covers we'll talk, about, we'll talk about will really incorporate that sort of two-voice style where it's like, boom, boom, bam, boom, bam, boom, 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 where it's, yeah, it's uh, every you know, set of two is a different voice, basically. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is cool, especially because like a lot of time you would you would associate the synthesizer, synthesized voice like vocoder stuff as Mm -hmm. obviously dehumanizing, but also like de-individualizing, which I guess is collectivizing. But here I think de-individualizing fits better Um, and and would make a voice less distinct, Uh, but they've kind of tuned them in a way that makes them sound different. It might even just be yeah. low and high, honestly.
0: <laughs> it, that truly might be it. <laughs> but it but it and works it works and yeah you do differentiate them. I and it's like this guy's doing this part, this guy's doing the other part. And and yeah, they both sound like robots, but it's like different robots, you know? It's not the difference between R2D2 and C3PO, but it's, it's still different.
1: Hang on, I wrote a note that doesn't on the
2: second
0: Um, you're talking about two oh two?
1: No, I'm a little earlier than that. I said they okay, squished the second half of the riff. Into this uh they squish the second half into the second half of the riff instead of waiting, right because they wait, right right even the even though they're doing the uh four syllables, they're still um pausing for the second half of the riff to do its thing
2: but then closer to the end of this part
1: that's where they start to um squish everything together, and then that kind of like brings that. Increases that rhythm, rhythmic intensity.
0: Right. So it expands because first it's sort of two distinct beats, boom, 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 and yeah. then it's dun-dun, dun-dun, but, like they break it into four, and then they just kind of stop the breaks.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh-uh.
1: <laughs> and that's your intensity increase.
0: Yeah, and that's, uh, somebody mentioned on, uh, let me see if this is the Sonfax thing, that they talked about how it kind of, like, moves away from a traditional, uh, like, house style. So let's see here. It says, Hard, Better, Faster is, for the most part, a very typical Daft Punk track, a four-to-the-floor beat, funky-style guitars and bass sample, Edwin Birdsong's Cola Bottle Baby, and the common, heavily-processed vocals. The first half is clearly in a house style, unsurprising for the duo, yet the whole track is arranged in an overall... A-B-C structure, which is unusual in EDM, which is normally A-B-A-B. The C section is particularly interesting in its sudden change to a halftime rhythm, turning into a more hip-hop-slash-R&B style, drawing on influences from urban American music instrumentality. This is unexpected due to the tendency of EDM to reach a break breakdown section, heard here at the 202 mark, before climaxing for a second time with a variation of the original theme. Instead, however... The violation of this expectancy by the halftime change and refusal to return to the main theme takes harder, better, faster, stronger away from being a straight-up EDM track.
1: Yeah, that's a great note because I would never have picked up on that. Um, no, me neither. Because I don't know about EDM tra- <laughs> um, trends. But yes, Yeah, but he's right. This is and the, the two-minute mark, we take off.
0: Yeah, and we don't really ever come back from this, but we don't come back to the slower heavier version of this. We stick with this sort of fast-paced and yeah, and that this sticks with us for the rest of it.
1: The sample is gone now. Mhm. Um we're like this is like the breakdown section. It's all like bass drum with some snare. All well, like electronic bass drum and snare, but drum and snare sounds as he does the continues with the the vocals. Yeah. With uh the cadence of the vocals. Um and then this is where you start to really hear the like climbing and falling of the melody, I think. The like work it harder, it Yeah. That kind of stands out now. it really if you look is at like very like melodic, sorry.
0: Two twenty if you go about two twenty, there's a big jump there where it goes low and then it comes up to a new high, like we haven't heard it go this high and sort of distorted before yes it hits to
1: the high and then when it gets to never over it's very very low and it's just mm-hmm. this really growly sound on the low end which is cool sound kind of broken up. yeah um, and like most I think that's the first time it goes that low because it happens a couple times yeah.
0: yeah 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 most of what's going on at this point i mean you have instruments to kind of like support that four on the floor beat Mm-hmm. But most of the musical changes are literally just the vocoder going up and down. Like that's what's holding interest right now.
1: Yeah, and it gets really cool there because it gets kind of like soloy. Like he's still singing the same yeah. thing, but it starts to like do some bit 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 like stuff, which yeah. is it's weird to think of like that's the voice, but it's also I mean it's a vocoder, so like he's playing probably playing keys or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: So about like 237, for example, it's the vocal track, but it literally shreds like a guitar. (laughs) Yes, it sounds
1: like a guitar solo.
0: And then we get, we go right from that into a a sort of instrumental break where it's, again, it's different. It's not the, it's not the original sample, but it is, it's heavy on that beat. Yeah, it's like a bass
1: and like this bell sound. Mm Hmm. (laughs) don't be kind of ringing a bit uh, i get still it's all synthesizer it's all synth yeah. sounds but like they're kind of cool synth sounds um and then the vocals do come in again but like they're very broken up kind of in this like yeah. solo fashion this is later on though all right uh, mm-hmm. i guess it's only 10 seconds in
0: yes yeah, 10 seconds later <laughs> i thought it was late,
1: way later for some
0: reason so, yeah, it comes in, and since we, like, we're so familiar with what the, the words are at this point, they really fuck around with the uh, like distortion and stuff on.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's doing uh, basically a solo.
1: Yeah, and then, like, kind of not really a drop. Like, it doesn't do, like, a, a rise and drop traditionally, but there is a moment where, like, everything cuts down and it does the, like,
0: our oh, work, work is never oh, like, over.
1: And then, like, back into it.
0: Yeah. And they do a little bit of, like, stutter on the vocals where, you'll, in, like, a, a word will never really finish. It's like... Like, they're, they're cutting words short and stuff. They're really playing with what the sentence is, right? Like, what the lyrics are and whether they're even words or not.
1: Yeah, it's definitely... I mean, I just really like that interplay between, like, the musicianship and the lyricism. Lyricism mm-hmm. isn't the right word here. The vocals
0: yeah like the like yeah it really does just like vocals blend
1: them together
3: and yeah, make them feel
0: very cool
1: like both and neither
0: yeah this is i you don't hear this in in many other things not
1: in the things uh, i usually listen to
0: the i listen to yeah maybe this is this is commonplace in, in edm music now i but mean daft punk know, did it, it like, so cool. surely people yeah surely someone did and, and even, like, 320, it goes up again. This is
3: like a guitar solo. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. And that structure is kind of weird, because, like, how many songs have we talked about that just have, like, three sections that are kind of mm-hmm.
2: different?
1: Not many. Usually, you go back to a thing you did before. Um, But even yeah. even then, like, you hardly notice it. It changes, but because the the like lyrics are so repetitive uh, and Mm -hmm. so like ubiquitous in the song it doesn't really feel like you're making these huge changes even though they are
0: yeah because you still feel like it's rooted you're like well yeah they're still just saying harder better faster stronger
1: but yeah like the sample's totally gone and then the second part's totally gone so Mm -hmm. pretty cool track
0: yeah and then yeah of course they end on the title line (laughs) Better, faster stronger and it's a abrupt end
1: yeah i think they end on don't they end on our work is never over
0: our work is never over yeah you're right my bad and then the song's over so i guess their work was over
1: yeah although kind of like implies a loop or just it you know continuing into the next song i guess yeah um which is crescendal's
0: That's right, baby. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the music video, baby. Uh, Produced by Daft Punk, but uh, directed by Kazuhisa Takenouchi, director for Toei Animation, who did it under the supervision of Leiji Matsumoto. First, I want to mention that Toei Animation, for people not in the know, uh, responsible for hit animation series such as Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, Digimon, One Piece and like the 1984 to 1991 run of the Transformers
1: Oh, cool
0: Yeah So speaking specifically to like the Transformers, Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon, that's really the sort of, the frame of style reference. of this animation like, you, you Yeah, can have you can those see in mind. they're
1: like very kind of lanky skinny people
0: Yeah With that just kind of like I don't know what you would call it, but it looks like, like 90s animation, like 90s. Yeah, what's the style? Like the way they do
1: the character models. The hair is very exaggerated and there's more to it, I'm sure. Yeah, Uh,
0: almost just like, like a filter almost, where it has a certain like grain to it or something.
1: Oh, like the colors. Yeah, they're kind of like a little bit more washed out and flat. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's the style. The actual narrative of the video as I understand is there's four aliens and they are captured uh and this is the process of them being like brainwashed into thinking they grew up as humans, they've always been humans.
0: Yeah, and, like, they so give they them clothes they, they rewrite their memories. So it starts them on, like, a conveyor belt line. They get their cool headbands removed. And then they're all in these sort of, like, stasis pods, like, kind of like the Matrix. there's,
1: like, lasers that remove their clothes.
0: Yeah. And they, yeah, they rewrite over their memories. So if it's them riding, like, a cool hover bike, they just switch it to them being kids riding bikes. If there's (laughs) aliens wrestling, now it's just kids wrestling in, like, Tokyo or whatever.
1: Yeah. And And... then you can see the backgrounds change from, like, side... Alien world to just Earth like city. Yeah. Pretty amusing.
0: So, yeah, you get to see them get to this conveyor belt like brainwashing sequence where like their memories are being reprinted on basically floppy disks.
1: Yeah, they're like tape tape storage. Like it's magnetic tape. It's pretty, yeah. Pretty amusing. But also like kind of in keeping with that like analog lo fi music thing of like look it's on tape, so it's cool
0: yeah and then they they blast him with like a space paint that makes them look like human beings, yeah because they're blue instead of blue aliens, yeah, they're, they're blue, blue. now they
1: they give them and then they go f- human flesh tones,
0: yeah they have human flesh tones, they get magic shampoo on them that changes their hair and then this machine's picking outfits for them, and then they, they get slammed into them it's these little cutouts and this machine's just fucking. <laughs> crushing outfit on him
1: yes it's very very large machine for smashing outfits on
0: yeah and so then again they they get uh what is oh yeah this machine reads their eyes gives them sunglasses which seem to also have like a, a transmitter on them
1: yeah the su- i read the plot synopsis and i think the sunglasses are special like they're okay they're like mind control sunglasses. yeah
0: because because basically the plot of this is your typical like like rock opera kind of this dude's trying to make music corporate and he's taking the greatest band in the universe and he's making them make garbage for him kind of thing
1: yep so That's then, then yeah rewrites like over
0: their concert footage with them being humans now instead of blue aliens
1: I I like go down a lot of conveyor belts. I like how it like selects their outfit. It like scrolls like goes through outfits like no. 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 Mm, no, like like it's actually like something in this automated facility cares about their appearance. It's yeah, like, it's not girl. just like throw no, some clothes on them. Too much. Like, and yeah, they're not all wearing look. the same stuff. It's true.
0: And then, yeah, they're they're brought in front of this old white guy who laughs because now they they look like humans, and he's going to use them to I don't know, he's turn out some garbage. Yeah,
1: succeeding at his plan, his his um, what's the word? Uh, scheme. I was say evil plan.
0: Maniacal. Yeah. That's the word. Maniacal. I'm for. That's right, Alex. He's he's doing all sorts of maniacal things. And that's just one excerpt of the the hit film Interstellar five 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 five. The Story of the Secret Star System.
1: Yeah. So, in terms of, like, tying in with the song, it's kind of like it's a makeover scene, you know? They're making, at least from someone's perspective, making them sort of harder, better, faster, stronger. There's, like, that, that going on. And everything is robotic. They're not robots, though. They're aliens far as i can tell
0: yeah so, and they're being made uh, you know better or to commercial desires through this uh this conveyor belt you know industrial procedure so yeah, it like touches on ideas present in the song and that's I mean, true that's... they're literally
1: like a manufactured group
3: yeah
0: and that's the music video it's neato it makes me want to watch the full movie um, yeah, it's not even yet, that long. That.
1: I'll watch that. I watched fucking Armageddon yeah. yesterday. I'll watch this movie. Hell <laughs> Armageddon's yeah,
0: way too long, way too fucking long, uh, and way too much about Armageddon. I agree.
1: Um.
0: Yeah. That's anything else to say about the music video, Alex?
1: No. I. I. It kind of exists as part of a larger movie, so I feel like it doesn't necessarily stand on its own. Mm-hmm. Um. Other than Besides it's, it's very amusing, it is visually yeah. interesting. It's very amusing because I know I've like mentioned, like been talking about Daft Punk to someone, and they'll be like, "Oh, that it's got they've got that that anime music video, right?" So like it's memorable yeah. and it's got a cool style. Mm-hmm. But like it's it's very much part of a larger story that uh, you don't get any context on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it almost defies analysis on its own. It's tricky <laughs> beyond what little we've gil- it's given. It's tricky,
1: yeah. At least from my perspective, which I mean, I've only watched a couple times, so that's
0: right. Maybe there's more there, but you know, you know what doesn't defy analysis? All these cover versions we're going to talk about.
1: Yeah, let's analyze them.
0: Starting with Uminsky in
1: 2003. Uminski.
0: Um, It's it's a French name. Philippe Uminski is a French singer-songwriter, arranger, primarily evolved in other artists' projects, but he also has some of his own solo stuff, which uh, this one counts as off the album Safe and Sound, but in French, which is not that. Yeah. And this one, I mean, like, reading on him and then listening to this, I was like, oh, this wasn't not at all what I was expecting from a little French guy. No,
1: it's very much like a punk rock kind of like hardcore thing. Yeah. That uh, So we open
0: with a like a very uh very I think it's a processed guitar. It could almost be a synth. Doing true. That rising it, pattern. I
1: thought it was a guitar as well.
0: Yeah, cuz it does a little uh it does some sort of flourishes on the back half of that riff that makes it sound guitar like.
1: Um with some other synth that's kinda like whoop whoop
3: whoop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which
1: uh, I'm sure there's a name for that. Um actually I think that's a f- uh I've made it sound like that um when you sort of move a filter very fast. Um I think that might be what it be. That could be what it thing. is, what it be. <laughs> What that might is, what be what it be. it be. Uh anyway. So yeah, it 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 and it it's like a version of the riff, really. Sorry. yeah It is its own riff and it's taking the the four syllables thing turning it into a guitar riff basically.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And then so that goes like the original has about a minute of instrumental build up. This thing has 15 seconds. Yeah,
1: it gets they do it a lot faster. It is not interested in being like a dance track. It is not interested in being funky, really. At least not at the start.
3: No. Yeah, it does some things. So 15 does, seconds in the beginning. It does
1: stuff.
0: does stuff. Primarily screaming.
1: Yep, there's screaming. Um, that's how the vocals are. But it's also like brief, brief screaming.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, still holding that same, like, uh, rhythm where it's, it's one word at a time, basically, or two syllables. Work it! Make it! Yes, it is two syllables,
1: but it, it starts with work it, make it on the back half. It does two mm-hmm. beats and then work it, and then two beats and then make it instead of the other way around, which is how the original did it. So it just kind of slides right. it around a little bit, or makes it more consistent, maybe.
3: Yeah, sure.
1: Um...
0: And of course, accompanying those screamings is some big drum hits. Yeah, dum, dum, yeah dum, it's, it's really a punching a that that two note
1: heavy song. Yeah, um, and then yeah, goes really yeah. To and then like it's back at what I was the second half of the rip before. It's really just playing, uh, maybe just like it's it's strumming sustained guitar chords like power chords like dan and dan and dan, dan like sound. It's quite oh, are different. Are talking
0: about sort of after the first verse? There around like Be- or between, between the lines in the verse? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So it, yes. it's already changed quite a bit. Like it's not following that that funkiness. It is not even trying to like recreate it with a different sound. Really, it's really mm-hmm. following like the the structure of the verse kind of vaguely because it does slide it around a bit um without doing the same thing at all
0: yeah it's like uh like like we kind of said you can kind of pull your own interpretation of what the lyrics are supposed to mean this guy looked at it and was like yeah this is about the horrors of like our society and our, our endless lust for progression He definitely screams about it a lot and he screams i think yeah i think that's his take is like and that's why it comes out as punk rock it's like like industry is bad right like this is uh a a murderous
3: cycle we're in that's why he's shouting it that's my take that's
1: that's the vibe that's the vibe very aggressive Mm -hmm. um and he even throws in uh so he does that he does the verse yeah and then does like a guitar solo
0: yes um do you know where that's from do you know where that's from yes if you look up the daft punk song "Defunk." Oh. It is the uh, it's the riff in there. No, I did not know that. It took me forever to find it because I knew it was a Daft Punk <laughs> right, song. Fuck, but. I know what
1: that is. Um, I did not recognize that. I do not know that Daft Punk song. Um, mm-hmm. guitar's got like I think it's a flanger effect, but I've been saying that a lot lately, and it might just be my uh, cop out. It's your go-to um, fuck it. effect. <laughs> um, what it sounds like is like the the filter. Uh, is very <laughs> resonant, so the high and it sort of slides down a bit, so this like wow 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 like a um what what the resonance does on the filter is it turns up the high frequencies turns up the volume mm-hmm. basically on the higher frequencies, so you get this if you turn it up high enough, it starts to make like a beep sound uh, at mm-hmm. wherever the cutoff frequency of the filter is um so yeah, resonance will Basically, turn that part up, and it's hard to describe in words, but it makes the higher frequency part of the note you're playing, um, the higher frequency, what we would call harmonics, um, louder. Okay, to make it
0: better, faster, <laughs> is it, is it stronger frequency. Stronger?
1: Yeah, I think it's faster.
0: No, yeah,
1: yeah. it's, it's yeah, harder. Yeah. It's uh, better.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stronger, stronger. Yeah. Um. So we come. So we do that. We do the, the sort of guitar solo bridge, which is of course uh, taken from the riff from defunk.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And then we get into like the kind of chorus section, which is where everything is mashed together. And it, work it harder, make it faster, do it better. It's all shouting. Um. Yeah, no
1: there's no. it doesn't have that mel- melodic nature that the original one where it's kinda do. This is just screaming. Do
0: it. I yeah, it's like, it like it anti melody, yeah. It is really just screaming.
1: And like very still like lots of guitar strumming, distortion on that burn burn up kinda, you know, electric guitar. Yeah, thing.
0: really hitting those two notes. do it, Yeah. Duh-num. I mean,
1: that's where really obviously there's a lot of like punk stuff going on there, but definitely has the like power chords sustain thing going mm-hmm. on. Um, and still, yeah, keeps the like doesn't sing in the second half of the riff, still keeps that space there,
0: yeah. And then we leave that segment to come back to sort of the the first verse segment. And there's like the voices like a little crackier now. It's a little higher up. He has sort of like like three different voices he'll go between. There's the regular shout, the high up one, and almost like singier voice, but with a lot of filtering on it.
1: Yeah, that comes in later. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing about this one, it is similar to the first section, but now he's singing on the first half. Uh, okay. Of the four, so work it, banda. Do it or make it, it, Um So now he's shifted to the first half, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it is still kind of like playing around with some of the same things that the original did, just in in different places, in different
0: ways. Yeah, in different places, and then this one has like kind of different instruments coming in on each break too, right? Tell me about them. Well, first you get like the guitar. And it's just doing that bam bam Right, right. And then on like 129, it's uh it's I guess it's still a guitar, but different one. It's doing bam, bam, like Actually, riding up with them there.
1: Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Like it's they kinda like take the fuzz off the guitar. Yeah. Um and then yeah, plays kind of a similar, like it's got the same sort of um r- rhythm to it cadence i want to say again cuz i like that word but i don't know if it's the right one yeah. <laughs> um uh still electronic still like distorted sounding but doesn't have the fuzz um and it's sort of like it's kind of playing that riff like from before like it's still doing like banan it, banan ban-a, it. Ban-a. yeah 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 sound so it's still playing the the, the syllables but yeah, it's a different sound. Yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, different tone, same thing. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the big difference on this one. We come back into the defunct bridge, um, which leads to a sort of crunchy breakdown segment at about the two minute mark.
1: Yeah, it's like all bass here. Like two yeah. oh, just after two minutes. Oh, no, I'm talking about something else. Sorry. Yeah, there's like the trend.
0: It's... Well, yeah. First we get that crunchiness, yeah. and then it's that boom, bam, boom, Is that bass or is that just a smooth guitar?
1: Um, let me see. I'm talking like two six.
0: Yeah. No, that's what I'm talking about.
1: Okay. I, just, I thought it was bass, kind of low, with like some higher like ding, ding stuff going on. Right. Yeah. There's that synth says... in the ding. I said bass. Uh, mm-hmm. It is pretty smooth though. This part is where we start to get a little funky. Yeah. Because it. Because of I, I, think, I mean, I always associate bass riffs and like focusing on the bass with with funkiness. Because like, if it's not funky, what is it?
0: What is it? Why yeah, no, and they get the, the, the vocalizations in on here. This so, yeah, we get a funk breakdown in here. Maybe a callback to the sample of the original in a in a sense.
1: Yeah, and like cool, I, I guess the they they do that in the original, right? Yeah. So there's some, yeah, more callbacks to the original cool sounds. Um, and then as it like layers on more and more voices, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the drums pick up and then this, this like strange synth sound that kind of, I think gets more strange as it goes as it's just like, yeah. it's, it's weird because the rest of it was like, not funky. And then suddenly they're doing this bit where they're like, "Let's kind of dance a bit."
0: Yeah, like let's let's break it down. And then yeah, that drum starts going. It starts to roll, and then we get the a distorted scream coming in around yeah. like, three ten.
1: And it's this like pretty long process because mm-hmm. the drum roll starts and like you kind of know it's heading into the next section, but it takes a while.
0: Yeah, you're like, okay, when's it coming? Like it's it's going for quite a bit. We still got that synth going. The doo 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 is.
3: The bass is more in the back now.
2: And yeah, and
1: it takes like a minute to get there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a long build-up to that. As that scream comes in, like you said, distorted scream. Lots of screaming, lots of frequencies. And then, like, right back into that verse. That first verse.
3: Yeah. Yeah, from here it
0: just kind of follows the same patterns we've been doing before. So we do the the verse, we do we do the defunct bridge, and then we're back to the chorus.
1: Yeah, the fast part where it does all mm-hmm. the syllables. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Kind of redo the beginning bit.
0: Yeah, it rings out on the distor- distorted guitar, which is a pretty pretty classic finish for something like this, and yeah. it's it's out. Um. It's a neat version. It does a lot of things.
1: Um, I think one of those things is successfully adapting the song into a different style, and still like respecting the original. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the the bass bit in the middle, and they spend a whole minute on it. So it's, yeah, it's uh it's definitely given space to be its own thing. Uh,
0: yeah, that's why the song's like a minute longer is because of yeah. that bass breakdown section
1: which is kind of cool. And I, like I said, I wasn't expecting it. Uh, yeah, it's a very uh, yeah, energetic version. Mm-hmm. Lots of screaming.
0: Yeah, I think it's high energy. I think it, it interprets the lyrics of the original, which is, uh, I think, a strong choice to be like, this is what this kind of means. It's got this kind of energy to it. Um, yeah, and I, I liked I liked the big shouting chorus. I liked sort of some of the anti-musical elements where it, was, it did just sound like people shouting sometimes. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great take.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Coming out only fucking two years after the original. Like that's that's a pretty bold lead. Not cont- bad. Although sometimes
1: the ones that come out right after, it's very like back and forth. Sometimes it's like we do the same thing and sometimes like no we have to completely do something different. Right.
0: They're like, yeah, we're completely out there. Like we so just like the lyrics.
1: Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with how soon after it comes out.
0: I guess, Alex. Maybe I was trying to make a cool point, but you thought it wasn't cool. I guess. Alright. That's fine, Alex. I see how it is. I don't. Um, you don't see how it is?
1: No. Typical. <laughs> oh,
0: typical. Alright, Alex, we're gonna talk about Kanye West in
1: 2007. West. Get, make
2: it, do it. Makes us older, better, faster, stronger. will that, kill me. can't wait much
0: longer i know to be uh it's Kanye West From his album graduation um
1: if you know who kanye west is, if you don't know who kanye West is, um i'm surprised
0: yeah he's, welcome
2: uh, he's a very popular uh, music
1: artist um uh, he's produced and recorded some of the most successful uh music and i guess important probably music of the last two decades
0: yeah this is one of the best-selling singles in the u.s uh it t- it hit the top 10 in 10 different countries and it was the number one in four of those countries including the uk uh named best song of the year by rolling stone and spin uh best rap solo performance grammy this song and yeah, like it revitalized daft punks harder better faster stronger and this in the same way that harder better faster stronger uh you know used cola bottle was it cola bottle cola baby? bottle baby that's right yeah so this is yeah this is a massive song um if you haven't heard of it who are you yeah what do you, tell us your story where have you been i'd like to write an article on you it uses the sample of the the vocal line that's the back yeah the slows of it
1: down song. a bit um starts with like work it make it do it makes us harder better faster stronger so it kind of like uses that harder better faster stronger as like a like a punctuation mark yeah like that's what ends that is there's kind of two things that end lines and that's one of them harder, and then banner, better, stronger. and then yeah. like the the melodic part takes the melodic part and really puts that underneath most of the so- like a lot of the song not the whole thing but a lot of it like working harder, make it better, do and faster, max it stronger. That bit loops yeah. a lot. And that's like most of the sample.
0: That is most of the sample. And so of course, over top of this is, is Kanye West rapping. And, uh, he's, uh, uh, Kanye West, here's my thing, Alex, this song is about him, like coming back better than ever before. Kind of. Right. He, yeah. he says part of the reason this song exists is that he it's him sort of personally recovering from mistakes he made in the past year. Kanye West, it seems to me, every Kanye West album is has at least one song where it's like Kanye West is back. You're like, "Oh my god, Kanye West is back." He
1: is always back. I feel like with a guy like Kanye West, a lot can happen between albums. That's like, true. Like he he I think um the way he lives his life causes a lot of things to happen. Um, right
0: there's a lot of headlines a lot of like is is kanye west off his rocker is he ever gonna yeah do anything good again and then i guess yeah he releases a a high energy track that says kanye west is back it just to me has the exact same energy as like domino's pizza who every like five years or so will be like listen we we totally redesigned our pizza yeah they're like listen domino's is back
1: we brought in the top pizza scientists in the country to completely redesign the menu
0: exactly so it's just just the same kind of energy coming from kanye as as, as comes from. you thought dominoes.
1: that dominoes was great well no it was shit just wait till you it try this shit. new dominoes just you wait you won't even know
0: yeah so let's i uh, i don't i don't know if we need to go over this lyrics like like line by yeah line. there's
1: a lot of them for one um and i kind of wanted to focus on the the sample stuff sure um, um but most there's importantly not a ton to, of it just, either though
0: to summarize it he uh he adapts a quote um from frederick nietzsche in mm-hmm. the same fashion that da- daft punk adapted a line from uh the six million dollar man sure. uh the the nietzsche quote is of course that which does not kill us makes us stronger that's his his opening line and now that that don't kill me can only make me stronger um yeah so it's, it's partially just about him being back and also him trying to i guess pick up women at a club that's usually that's usually as, in there somewhere especially
1: on like early Kanye West. like that's kind of, i mean there's that like club aspect to it yeah that's very that was very prominent i think at the time um and led mm-hmm. me to so believe that the club would play a much bigger role in my life right yeah um, like okay the which club. This turned out to not happens. be the case i mean i could go to the club but and indeed you have indeed i've i have gone to clubs in my life not very often though although that said like someone like my sister for example um like she uh, like knows like communities at clubs like they're they're a a group it's like these are the people that go to this club and like we all know each other kind of thing so like there's there's a community aspect to it but i'm getting off topic now
0: Sure. Are any of them the Christian and Christian Dior? <laughs> um, I, I doubt so, it, because they're not Kanye West. Oh, so, damn! So he mentions that he's he is a a man of God, which will come up many times in Kanye West's career, and he, yeah. he wears expensive clothing. I think Christian Dior's clothing. Yeah, it must
1: be. Um, why he's
2: in it. What, would he be, mean, in a handbag. If, <laughs> well,
1: it could. It, yeah, probably. I think so. It might also be like um, aftershave, a
0: fragrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So this is like a lot he of this is. is, is, you know, is he says. Uh, yeah.
1: Like the fly, like, Malcolm X. Buy any jeans necessary.
0: By any jeans necessary. Does anyone make real shit anymore? He talks about there, there's only one of him. That's right. He's a thousand real. Of this woman. He's real. He's real. He's, real. he's a fucking rad as hell. Um. Something about uh, uh. What kind of dawn is it? Louis Vuitton dawn night. So we could do anything that Con likes. Khan being short for Kanye West. Right. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's about him. Do, do anything you
1: know. for a blonde dyke, I think he says at one point.
0: Yeah, are we allowed to say dyke, um, Alex? I don't know. It's censored in the music video. Huh.
1: Let's put quotation marks around <laughs> it and maybe just avoid it in the future.
0: Let's, let's, i do anything for a blonde lesbian. I feel like
1: that's a word that has been used in different ways, but... Well, he's I'm,
0: not talking about Dick Van Dyke. Alex. True.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Was he blonde? No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> um, this. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to think about this right now. Um, because yeah, not put too much time. I'm trying and to like and, pull and up some old memories.
0: Right. So here's like the 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 overarching bit of this story is he he's amazing. He's been around a long time since Prince was on Apollonia, which was uh, like in the '80s. Yeah, since OJ had Isotoners in the 90s I Don't act like I never told you He's like, don't, don't pretend like you don't know about Kanye West I've been here a long time, I'm amazing Also, I'm trying to pick up women but I, So yeah, it's in part him talking to this woman Be like, hey listen lady, I'm crazy But I think uh, like also him talking to us And being like, I'm fucking amazing Don't kid yourself I'm back and better than before, baby Domino's
3: Stronger, pizza. even Stronger Hotter
0: ready to
1: ready to eat ready to eat some pizza uh the other thing they do with the sample um i mentioned that was one of the lines uh that kind of like punctuates things the harder better faster stronger uh the other thing he uses the really low never over um never over yeah cuz that's like that really low sound kind of growly sound does a pretty good job of like standing out and he really gives that space, I guess. Yes. Like, it ends things and then he jumps into the next thing. So, those are kind of the two things that I really mm-hmm. noticed about it were those parts. Yeah. And then the rest so of it is just having this sort of, like, melodic backbone to the to the song.
0: Yeah, so it overlays some drums for a little, you know, some, some oomph, some beat, and then, of course, we get the, the synths that really expand things out um they start on the line greatness um and do this they where they punctuate the end of each line Mm um he says me likey at 136 (laughs) i don't like that inclusion but (laughs) i only noticed it it was 2007 (laughs) it was a different time yeah i know it's it's
1: yeah and it's also like he's I actually didn't notice that, because it's the same part as the, like, I need you right now! And it's, like, at the same yes. time.
0: So it goes right under the radar. Yeah, and that I need you right now is sort of shouted, almost filtered a bit, so it feels like he's coming from a distance. Of course, he's talking to us with so that he needs us. Kanye West fans.
1: Yeah. That's, like, I'm the greatest, but I would be nothing without the fans.
0: Mm-hmm. The fan. But the best part of this, or I think the, the greatest, I've never seen it done. Strongest, if using you Using a sample yeah the the strongest better faster hardest he uh, does the don't act like i never told you and then the never is the daft punk sample does he say never he doesn't say it the daft punk sample does so he says don't act like i never told you don't act like i never told you i've
1: never noticed that
0: it's brilliant and you should respect it alex
1: i absolutely and, and, do and,
0: and recognize it it's I, yeah i love it i think that's so great i it took me a while to like even listening i used to listen to this album a lot and like yeah picking that out once i was like oh that's why he stops is because the sample is saying part of the line oh, for him. no i guess oh, so that's... he
1: does say it the very first time mm-hmm. when he and then it's like in the in between parts it it fills in yeah I guess yeah, I have so- noticed that, but never like really appreciated it.
0: Yeah, it's good. Um Yeah, we get get some, some spooky synth around the four minute mark.
1: Cause yeah, it's like five minute song.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so your brain'll boop boop told you, Told it never told you. Told you, told you um Yeah, apparently the extended outro in this was done by a different guy, or at least co produced. Uh I think Mike i could be wrong on that but hey yeah um yeah and it, it kind of pulls out it's actually kind of a similar ending to the original song isn't it i'm listening to it right now because i've forgotten
1: it ends on never over
0: yeah so sim- i mean the last yeah never over yeah yeah ends on the same part so daft punk loved this they said oh this is awesome and they performed it with him live at the some 2008 performance, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, of course, there's also a music video here, directed and produced by Hype Williams. Fuck,
1: I forgot to look up the music video.
0: Oh my god, Alex! So it's inspired by Akira, apparently. Apparently, originally they were shooting, um, uh, kind of just like reenacting the scenes from Akira, but with Kanye West. Uh, and then so they went to Japan, sort of filmed without a permit, a bunch of stuff. They filmed a riot in Japan. Um, they filmed some other shit that's going on. And then he was dissatisfied with that footage. So he shot some stuff in LA and then was dissatisfied with that. So he shot some stuff in New York. And then instead of trying to stitch a narrative, he eventually just said, fuck this. And was like, I'm just going to take the best shots and stitch them all together. Now this video is very important because it's the, like the iconic shot of him in shutter shades. This Um, video basically launched people liking shutter shades. I'm pretty sure. Probably launched me
1: not liking shutter shades. Probably, Alex. It was 2007, so.
0: Not that it would have taken much.
1: No, not that it would have taken anything, almost. And of course, Daft
0: Punk also features in this video.
1: Yes, I could see them.
0: Both gold and silver robots. Yeah. So there's uh, some katakana uh, Japanese symbols come up here, and I, I tried to decipher some of them, but then I eventually just gave up, went to the internet, and the internet made me feel better because a lot of it's kind of hit and miss some things are, are misspelled some things are just like oversimplified um so you will get a, a, sh- a, sh- a shot that says suto ronga as in like stronger the name of the song right um, the first one that comes in says koseiro which doesn't okay, i tried to look at apparently doesn't mean anything but koro say is like kill okay which uh, i think comes up whenever he's saying something there and there's other lines that are, like Lucy, so like, I need you to hurry up now. Something says something that translates to hurry up on there or something close to it. Um, so yeah, those will flash up occasionally through the video while Daft Punk is rebuilding Kanye West in their, their massive machines. So Kanye West is in like a, a space hospital bed with a, a bandage over his heart. And then, of course, there's these grainy shots of him in these shutter shades. We're going to a jean jacket is he wearing jeans too we call that double denim <laughs> yeah he is um yeah. he's just kind of like hanging out and then we get uh some shots of this this riot in japan they were rioting against a japanese politician you get some you get some shots of police guys looking angry um there's we get a, a lady sometimes sometimes there's close-ups on this lady presumably the one he's trying to hit up at this club all the while Daft Punk's trying to restore Kanye West to life or turn him into a robot. I don't know.
2: Um, then we get shots
0: of motorcycles driving down Japanese highways and the light trails on them, which I assume is a reference to Akira. I've never seen Akira, but, you know, future bikes, cyberpunk bikes. Come future on,
1: bikes do you tend to leave trails behind them.
0: That's right. Tron, baby, it's all Tron. Daft Punk. Everything is Tron. It's full circle.
1: Totally,
0: totally um, there's totally. some shots of him around some pipes. A lot of shots of highways and stuff. Um, Close ups on this lady. She's dancing in a, a pipe. She's dancing in a nightclub. Uh, Kanye West Ghost is in front of some machinery. Um, what else is important in this? He eventually, this nurse comes to his his uh, like hospital room, and then she is scared by him in there for some reason. Then the the Japanese police show up to his hospital room, and he blows them away with. I don't know, whatever, just just presence, just stage presence, I guess. <laughs> and then there's a shot of cartoon smoke, like an explosion happened. Yeah, that's um, a little weird. Yeah. And I think near the end, some, some light trails spell the word over, and then that's
3: that's what takes us out.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm looking at in this music video
0: that I forgot yeah, to Yeah, and people talk about how incredible this music video is when to me the quote that that stitches it all together is Kanye West being like I'm just going to put together the best shots and kind of make it look okay and that's what this re- video reads like to me like it looks okay yeah it's a perfectly serviceable music video but in terms of having like it has promises of narrative in some of these shots but it never comes together into anything
1: yeah i'm not getting a whole lot out of this but it's very colorful Have yeah, some colorful. cool like reflections and Green. I like the color. And apparently
0: green. The, the the angle of this music video led Kanye West to to feel that he should make make more futuristic sound music. So apparently this really affected his uh musical direction. So there's something to be said for that.
1: I guess so. I mean he did make a lot of music that has sounds cool.
0: Sounds cool, yeah. This one, a good example of that. Yeah. Cool sound song. I think great use of a sample. Um. Uh. That's all I have to say about this one, Alex. You got anything else?
1: I do not have anything else.
0: All right. Let's talk about VSQ, Vitamin String Quartet. Right Vitamin String Quartet.
1: I have varying opinions on v- VSQ when they come up this one yep. uh, i wasn't a huge fan of what did you think
0: well i actually thought it was all right
3: it like follows the the song i don't know
1: didn't grab me all that much does have there's some it... cool stuff there's some like cool stuff with high high plucked strings You get that like piccato sound that yeah. plays through a lot of the song so I guess you kind of get the like dynamics. So that is it, it was I didn't dislike it.
0: Mhm. I'll say I didn't like uh, if you go to like 101 they try to mimic the like I think they're trying to mimic that ride symbol. And it's just like noise.
1: When they do the like
2: ee, ee, ee. Yeah, that ring.
1: Yeah, I wasn't quite sure what that was. That like really high just gets really intense for a second.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's just kind of jarring um, I like that they kind of built intricacy throughout it So you start out, it's really just the rhythm Then you get the, the one vocal track, violin And then two kind of call and responding And I think maybe that's just that just speaks to the nature of the original song That it lends so well to this sort of instrumental interpretation but Like, I thought it was solid
3: It's not bad
1: It's not bad Hmm. I just don't have a whole lot to say about it
0: uh, around the two-minute mark, we get some acoustic slaps. Ooh, not common like slaps. in in these instrumental ones. It's, a, yeah, like slapping a guitar kind of thing, right? Yeah, like 204.
1: Yeah. What's interesting about it is they're playing strings at the same time, so it kind of ends up sounding melodic, almost like it's a like marimba or something. Yeah. But that would break their own rules, so it must not be a marimba. Mm-hmm. So that's cool.
0: and then you get this sort of heated call and response section between the two lead guitars for that that C segment, and then of course a, a, a repetition of that shitty uh ride cymbal. <laughs> um, I would say yeah, for for Vitamin String Quartet, maybe not the best thing they've ever turned out. I don't think it's bad. Maybe this is middle of the line. Maybe this is the bar of decency right here. You're below the HBIFS line. It's not a good Vitamin String Quartet cover. (laughs) If you're above it, you're good. The
1: HBIFS. (laughs) Got to aim for HBIFS. That's.
0: I mean, that's my thoughts on this. We don't have to talk it to death. We've talked about a thousand Vitamin String Quartet versions.
1: We have. With that, we have. We have. We should talk about some collegiate a (laughs)
0: cappella. Because I can never get enough of it. Oxford out of the blue,
1: 2013. (laughs)
2: collegiate
1: acapella group from tell me everything Alex. oxford uh they wear blue suits
0: yeah that's all i got
1: <laughs> and they're from oxford and they've been around right. for decades because usually these kinds of things are uh yeah like old i mean oxford um, yeah university we don't even University? know how old it is. That's how, That's old, it how is. old it is. <laughs> That's what right. I've been told, anyway.
0: Yeah, it's Oxford years old, as the saying goes. They've received over 17 million views on YouTube, according to their website. Who, I mean, who knows when that was last updated? Um, very produced, Alex.
1: <sighs> yeah, and I think um, by design. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, it's an electronic music song. They really try to lean into the electronic aspect of it, which I find often doesn't work that well for yeah. acapella. Um, but we have, as we've said before, um, and as I've said before, uh, acapella makes more sense to me as a live feat uh, than as a recorded yeah. thing, uh, particularly if they're covers, which most of them are in this case so it yeah so it being produced like that and having the sort of electronic aspects to it is less interesting um because it doesn't i mean i i know you can recreate that sort of thing live but i I don't know it it doesn't have that live feeling for sure
0: yeah and it's just like why would i listen to this jankier version of it when i can just listen to the original right like (laughs) Yeah. This isn't as good as Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. It's not as good as anything. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I sucks. mean, I guess because they have so many voices, they're able to, like, kind of imitate vocoder sounds. And, like, the vocoder does some, like, really high and really low stuff. And because they have a whole whack of different voice voice types, they can do some really high and some really low stuff.
0: Yeah. So Also... They, uh, with that that beginning, they do the they do the actual intro that and then they do that part and then they say <laughs> Diddy a couple times. So you could isolate that, make it the the audience chant in the next Super Smash Bros. game. Diddy, 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 and you're like, fuck yeah, Diddy's doing a good job right now. Oh, I
1: don't know what they say now. I, Diddy, Diddy, oh no, I'm playing two things by accident. <laughs> Um I don't know
0: dog Did he And then they say, they, Did they say Dealing Or do they say Feeling Dabada da Feeling
1: Dealing Surely it's, Well I'd say sh- Sorry Let me listen to it I, I I, mean it sounds like Dealing Dealing You know As in Scribita What you would dealing. do After Uh Wheeling Right
0: <laughs> Yes Yeah that's fair um so let's talk about their cowardice here and their their sure. failure to do anything right sure um about yeah. two minutes in it, it changes to scissor sisters filth, filth slash gorgeous filth,
1: yeah and and they change the lyrics for for uh reasons i don't fully understand uh yeah so it, it's from your, your filthy, filthy and you're gorgeous no they say you're filthy and you're gorgeous but the original is you're filthy your and filthy, i'm gorgeous i'm gorgeous I, I don't fully understand the change it, it, it seems like a mistake
0: well, yeah, it's because they're acapella group. They like garbage. Yeah,
1: I guess they you're, can't. They can't identify as. I don't know. Maybe they would think it would be too conceited or something.
0: Yeah, and then a dude says Barbara Streisand.
1: Yeah, and then it's Barbara Streisand for like a quick second. Yeah, um, for
0: literally a second.
1: The Duck Sauce track.
0: Um, yeah. And. And I'm not doing this time, I'm not editing it, so every time we say Barbara Streisand, I play the <laughs> clip from that song where it says Barbara Streisand. Cause I did that last time and not a single remark from any human in history about it, even though it was a great bit.
1: <laughs> well, you could just keep doing it forever until someone says something.
0: Yeah, what are we gonna do? Download the duck sauce song again Sounds and then isolate like a lot that of work, bit. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs> too uh, much work.
1: And it's short, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Um, a... So obviously we're not huge um, acapella fans or anything. And why should we be? What it, reason has yeah, it given us, yeah. Alex? Acapella—it's acapella's job to convince us, um, and they—they they do the medley thing, and and the medley thing is frustrating because it doesn't make sense a lot of the time, and I—I I don't dislike medleys, but. They just gotta throw in some other shit.
3: I
0: don't, I don't know, right? There's only know. one medley I like, and that's the one from Wind Waker. And even then, she's kind of annoying.
1: <laughs> I mean, she doesn't do a whole bird lot of carry around. She's got to carry her around. She's, her around, yeah, she's like, cool, though. She's cool. She's, she's got, got that right harp.
3: Overall. Yeah. It's better can, than these guys have got.
1: She can kind of fly, but not that much.
0: Um. Yeah, anything else that We. We don't need to give another diatribe while we think this version's trash. It's trash. Yeah. It doesn't medley. It's cowardice. Yeah. It's not useful. It doesn't... The two songs don't even go together.
1: That's the weird... Yeah, I I don't get it.
0: Or the three songs, I should say.
1: Yeah, that's the other... Like, take an older song and be like, we gotta punch it up with something a little more recent. Except for not Scissor Sisters. But like that, just throw that in there. Just, I guess sometimes you just throw things in there for fun. Whatever. You're not allowed to have fun. Yeah. This is regionals. This, is, yeah, this is
0: fucking semi regionals, boys.
1: All right. Yeah. I, 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 won't. I won't drag this out any further. All right. We can talk, talk about. about it. Were you gonna say the name? Because I don't want. No, to I was. I was waiting for you to say it. <laughs> uh, Pelike. <laughs>
0: You fucking idiot! It's no. I think you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Pelike, uh, 2014 from Norway, singer-songwriter and actor, known as. I actually want to take. This. <laughs> I didn't Her write it Frederick. down. Frederick. It's like a long. And then the, the, the A has name. a little thing on it. Uh, I don't know Aisley? how you say that. I sleep I don't know. Pelike. I does hard rock kind of covers.
1: Yeah, like metal ish. Apparently, he was sing. He sang in Dragon Force for like a little bit. Really? I was looking him up, and his Wikipedia page says he sang for Square Enix. And I don't know what that means. I don't know
0: why uh, they would employ a singer. Square Enix hired him one time for a company party.
1: (laughs) I guess. Um, Apparently he's known for having a a four octave vocal range.
0: Is he known for that?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, when you write your own Wikipedia page, you can say whatever you want.
0: Okay, so it says here that he that he'll be singing theme songs for the video game companies. Oh, it just for it had brackets Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy. I yeah, that but it's something.
1: not it's, it's that's the reference. Like, what Square Enix? Oh, they do Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. Like, it, yeah, it's not just just explain the company, not for. those games. So I, I I wasn't able I didn't dig very far into it, but I wasn't sure what he actually sang for them. Okay. Although that okay. said, yeah. he also sings in a lot of languages. So mm-hmm. he could do like several translated versions of like something. A song, probably.
0: Probably. So um we get kinda like it's a more basic hard rock version than what uh Uminski gave us. This yeah. is more your your heavy metal line, I guess maybe not it's not Dragon Force, obviously, but you know, it's hard rock. It's, it's metal. Yeah. And he screams a bit at the start.
1: Similar thing where it's like got the the melody, the vocal melody, but now it's on the guitar. So it's kind of a riff. Of, dana, banana, dana, dana, banana, 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 banana. So it's like that same melody. Um, yeah, it
0: goes from that to a chugging guitar, and then he screams.
1: Yeah, some high screaming sounds. That's kind of how it starts in. Um, yeah, those are
0: good. I liked him.
1: But he can obviously sing very high. So... Yeah. Um, and then when he gets into his verse, he goes right into, like, all four syllables. Yeah. And let me find my lyrics. What were the words? Uh, yeah, doesn't break them up. Um, no pauses either. Whole thing. Right, right. 20 seconds in. This is, like, the end of the song. Yeah. So, really bring in the intensity um Mm -hmm. one thing he does he does do the really low parts in fact quite early because they don't come in this early but none of this stuff comes in this early in the original um and i guess he's kind of showing off his vocal range there because he can sing quite low Mm -hmm. um that's cool
0: yeah so he does that um the 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 instrumental composition is very basic it's a driving rhythm and your sort of metal style, so yeah, right. does that descending? The in.
1: And then it goes like double time in the second, yeah, second time around. Um, kind of like has like an interlude between the sections, which is like guitar chords. And then he sings the harder, better, faster, stronger part, yeah, times. Um, oh, and the guitar rings out a lot more here. So, there's kind of like a third. there's like the slower guitar, the faster guitar, and then there's this, which is I would say slower. You get more of that like ringing out yeah. of the distorted guitar, and then, um, in the next verse plays that.
0: Yeah, it does like the vocal section, but on guitar, right? Uh, <clears throat> around fifty seconds.
3: Yeah.
1: But
0: yeah I, um, yeah, I skipped over some part.
1: I skipped over some part the some parts What you just said it plays like a guitar riff again.
0: Yeah, it plays like a guitar riff again. I it's it's easy to skip over this cuz a lot of it's very basic. Yep. Um it kind of does the same thing basic chugging as he sings the title lines, the instruments pick up again around 145. Um 153 we got some like, big double track guitar.
1: Yeah. It like it kind of repeats itself, right? Yeah. Like it I did I mean, it's really like this hard rock version, and I was comparing it to Uminsky the whole time. Um, the Uminsky version does a lot more to keep it interesting, um, throws mm-hmm. in that like funky bit that kind of throws back to the original. This one completely dispenses of the funk. Um, and like it's it's a decent translation, but uh, it's not not as exciting as the Uminsky. No, like it's it's very clear
0: Minsky like knows how to arrange things and is also a Daft Punk fan because he leaves in little traces of other Daft Punk songs, primarily defunct. True, true. Um, yeah, and he he makes a very dynamic setup. He's like, boom, we're gonna have a funk break. Boom, this is just gonna be shouting here, here. We're gonna do the guitar doing it like it's it's just put together better. Whereas this is just your very simple. What if harder, better, faster, stronger was a heavy metal song? And it's like, okay, yeah, yes, I guess it could be like this, but it's there's nothing exciting there's nothing different really and there's nothing that strange
1: yeah it, well what it, what is strange about it is like i mean there's three sections to the original song that kind of treat the um the lyrics in different ways even though there aren't very many lyrics and this one just takes one of them and only uses that it mm-hmm. doesn't really play around with that at all it just kind of does that one thing
0: yeah i mean particularly in the heavy metal style you could really play with like belting different segments of lines in different ways having even like one of your your, like high voice kind of like what he does and then a real growl style one like we've seen that in other songs where they'll do that handle the vocals in two different styles and trade back and forth between them there's a lot you could have done here and uh, didn't do any of it
3: yeah (laughs) pelike
1: yeah wasn't very exciting
0: no um i don't know if it's exciting but it is interesting uh coming up next son of dave in
2: 2016
1: son of dave son of dave Dave is according to his bio in spotify a blues man, but not traditional. That's right. Um, it's very uh, heavily like rooted in like combining harmonica and uh, beatboxing.
0: Yes. So um, he's originally from Winnipeg. Right. And Canadian originally percent? a member of the Crash Test Dummies.
1: Which I don't know that band.
0: You know, I, they, I think they're Canadian. They have, you probably know one song. They've won a Juno probably. Award, man. Come on.
1: Probably. Um, Probably. He plays
0: guitar, mandolin, uh, harmonica, and he beatboxes, which, of course, he's mm. taken to this solo endeavor, Son of Dave.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And in this, he does, yeah, exactly that. It starts with this blown-out harmonica doing just sort of the straight intro, and then we move into beatboxing. Yeah.
1: So he plays that part on the harmonica. It's got that, got that good, like, compressed harmonica sound. Um, I really like the sound of this one, honestly um does a lot with that harmonica and keeps keeps the beat going with like the beatboxing
0: Mhm um yeah it's got a real like one man band vibe to it It
1: does like he's got a drum strap to his back Um yeah so and then like at the start like in that first verse bit uh the harmonica will play the or not the verse like the intro Harmonica will play that guitar part. So there's a like, quick descent kind of sliding guitar thing. And that's on the harmonica now.
0: Right. Yeah, it's very pronounced.
1: Um, there's also some really like low bass. And I always like that really low like bass that sounds like an upright yeah. bass. And might even be an upright bass.
0: It could very well be. Not. People play them. Yeah, so he's got that low descending bass line. There's a shaker percussion going on as well. It's very lo-fi. It's him putting this all together.
1: Yeah, and uh, his voice is very like, how would you describe it? I uh, I, I couldn't croaky. find the words. Yeah, croaky. Do it. Oh, Make it. He's kind of. Was that good? Did that suck? Sound <laughs> that sounded yeah, like no, good. Yeah,
0: no, I I I, I, I thought you, you synced right. up with him perfectly. It sounded just like him.
1: All right, great. Uh, some shaker in there too. Uh, cool harmonica riffs
2: and
0: yeah yeah i mean does that the bigger the other big part is the the breakdown section so when he does the sort of c segment where everything comes together he uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he talks yeah. sings it and it's it's got it it's right got a good but it's it's a, it's a
1: little it. more yeah. singing now he's has yeah. to yeah so he's kind of like even holding some of, of his
0: notes um, yeah, and then he double-tracks it, so he, there's another track of him doing it that joins in after the first run.
1: Yeah, and then several, like, more and more vocal layers, right?
3: Is it more than just the two? Um, I think it's just no, uh, the drums just start, the start kicking just in after start the, the second in. one. Yeah,
2: so like, yeah, so layers in with instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: drums. And... and then, like, there's some... Uh later on, sort of for the ending bit, you get some, like, harmonica riffing. As it moves towards its end. A little bit of...
0: Yeah, so it really layers in, in things. Um, I thought I thought the vocal delivery on that, that section is it was great. Uh, it was a good... I, this one really is just an A half and a B half, right? It's the A half leading up right. to the B half.
1: Right. It, I mean, it's only two and a half minutes. Let's cut it quite yeah. short um pretty effective it's always nice when they do that and like kind of concentrate it and say less so you can just mainline it and uh it's it's like still funky but like a very different kind of funky yeah and sounds cool i think
0: yeah i I thought it was uh unique had a good vibe to it cool like Eh
1: got got kind of like that blues bluegrass folky thing maybe not folk so much in as much as yeah blues music is technically folk music but not folk music with a capital F you know
0: right and like well like you said it's non-traditional so he's playing in and around those areas i don't hear too many people of the genre who who are doing something quite like this true you know, he's, he's he, uh, nobody's beatboxing, particularly in, in blues, yeah. folk, country, bluegrass. Not, not at this level. Rare. Not at this level, at the very least. So, yeah, he really does establish himself as a... I, I don't know if he is more than a novelty, but he is certainly interesting to listen to. Yeah, that, I, I was curious I this...
1: about that, because this is a whole album, and it's got some good stuff on it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's got a cover of uh, Lust for Life. So... Hey, that's a fun song that i that is a fun song like listened to not too long ago i was like damn how have i not listened to this song way more
0: i know right good song great album uh but that's not what we're here to yeah. talk about we're t- here to talk about pomplamoose in 2019 yeah 2019 Work
2: it, make it, do it. Makes us-
1: Stronger. We've talked about Pomplemoose before.
0: Yeah. Uh, was it just Rich Girl we talked about them on or is there another time? I don't remember. Ugh, I think Alex. one
1: other. But I'm blanking. Yeah. Uh and of course we talked I, about um uh what are they what is he called? The rest of the uh name? spooky pouches. Spooky, spooky <laughs> pouches. Spooky scary, scary pockets. pockets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's Jack Conte. Conte? Conti, uh, Conti. Who leads some bands and also, like, co-created, what was it, Patreon? Uh, Patreon, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I guess just does this now. Probably other stuff, too. I have I have no Probably idea. Probably other stuff. Uh, which is Why the, you... like, kind of small room, um, everyone's playing together funk music thing.
0: Yeah. You're, you're like, twee funk bands is his thing. <laughs>
1: twee funk, yeah. So it's this, so he does Scary Pockets, and then this... Which is like he does with his wife, who is who sings.
0: Yeah, that's a Natalie Dawn. They're married. Um, she did not invent Patreon. So she's not as important. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's not
1: important because she isn't a capitalist.
0: So yeah. Um, Poplamoose, basically a, a C grade fucking funk band. This is my problem with this in the coming cover. Is both this and the next cover try to basically take on the original in a field that the original's already established in. The original already sampled a much funkier funk song than these two dopes could put together. (laughs) And so what we get here, and what's often the case with Scary Pockets and Pomplamoose, is something that's just fine. That's like, all right, yeah. Like, I don't necessarily hate this, but there's nothing interesting going on. Right. Except maybe the inclusion of some French.
1: The strange thing, I mean their bread and butter is taking pop music and and converting it into this style of funk. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've already described it. Um, but in this case, it's already a funk song. So they didn't yeah. really have to do anything to make it funky. Right? Yeah. They're just kind of, it's a mostly straight cover. The one thing... I will say I respect it about this version is Mm -hmm. compared to some of the other ones, they make no attempt to make the vocals sound robotic at all. Um, And I think that was a good move because, well, I mean, it, it just sounds like they're singing. Like, I don't know. At least it's something a little different. The rest of it is not, there's not much to note really it's kind of a a pretty straight cover
0: yeah it's just like you know it's this it has the scary pockets a sort of the jack conti i guess like sound profile on it yeah like if you've heard and if you've listened to this podcast you've at least heard little snippets that we put in but you know what this sounds like
1: yeah he like he plays his ep which is what Mm -hmm. he does and like that fits because it's a keyboard riff in the original one so he kind of plays that and there's a guitar player. And then, yeah. um, uh, what's her name? She's singing. <laughs> Natalie Dawn. Natalie Dawn. Um, that's what her voice sounds like. Kind of that soft. Fo- vocal yeah, soft and high. Sound, soft like and high vocal sound. Um, like a ghost. Singing it.
0: Like the ghost of a dead child.
1: <laughs> and other than that, there's like some French words they say sometimes.
0: Yeah, particularly at the start. I don't know if it's a sample or if they had somebody on on staff that they were speaking French with. But they're like, oh no, no, and then they oh, count non, in non. eventually they yeah. go, um boo. And, and then they, they go all the way to seven, eight, I'm pretty sure.
1: And uh they kinda like they do the they do a little bit of different breakdown at the end, I guess. Is what they yeah. do. Yeah. Um, because. I guess there's like some modernization uh, attempts in this. So with the synthesizer work, they kind of try to create that more ethereal uh, um w- like windy sound, kind of yeah uh, in the high end. Um And then, I mean, they do a similar I guess it's not really different. the bam bam, bam bam bam, like bass part with the EP. Um, mm-hmm. they don't do the vocals in the same way. So like, and then they do like a weird sound that sounds like it's trying to be a record scratch, but it's a yeah. synthesizer. That I yeah, what do you understand. have a time stamp for that? Because I think I marked that too. But um, I'm no, I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm listening. Are okay, you talking about now, like
3: th- like 323?
1: Let me see. 320 yeah it's like it's like motorcycle sound crossed with a record scratch but on like a a synthesizer Uh, yeah strange seems like the kind of thing that you would want to not just add randomly at the end but like build some something out of
0: yeah maybe layer it in there at different times and then have it go off yeah so yeah it's just like it doesn't do anything better than the original and it's playing in one half of what the original does
1: yeah it's it's kind of disappointing that they didn't do a little more especially considering that they're already in the funk space and didn't have to move it as far
0: yeah, you could, there's so many things you could have done. Again, similar to Pelicay, so many things you could have done and you didn't do any of them.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, speaking of which, 8-Bit Arcade in 2020. <music> the other half of this, they're doing electronic on an already very electronic song.
1: Very electronic song. Um I think they try to add some like 'cause they got that like eight bit sound, right? Yeah. Try to add some like sound effects. Uh kind of like the very beginning kind of sounds like uh like yeah, Mario that oscillating,
2: castles. like
0: except it goes on forever and sounds annoying as shit. Yeah. This one
1: I mean it's a pretty straight cover, honestly. Like, surprisingly, yeah. even more so than the Pomplamoose one, like, structurally. Or maybe as much as the Pomplamoose one.
0: Well, yeah, well, that's their thing, right? Usually, the hook of 8-Bit Arcade, similar to the hook of Pomplamoose, is you take a song that is not of this style, and True. you make it that style. True. But this since of like, Punk...
1: Sp- yeah, it, like, sort of split it up. So you got this, like, dichotomy now. The electronic side and the funk side. Funk cover, electronic mm-hmm. cover, fall flat, because... It's already those two things, but because it's both of those things, it's greater.
0: It yeah, exactly. The- so this is just this is just harder, better, faster, stronger on a shittier computer. Like, <laughs> like that's all it is. Yeah, which
1: is novel. Like, I like this kind of sound. Just day to day. Like, if you're like, hey, yeah. If you like the NES sound? I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, cool. But like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, but uh. This one Yeah, I don't have a whole lot written down about it, honestly. Um No,
0: cuz it's it's note for note the same. It's just it's that 8-bit sound. Whereas yeah. when we are talking about even when we were talking about I believe in a thing called love. I didn't love their version of that, but it was at least had the inherent interest of removing it from hard rock and putting it into electronic. Yeah, and being same a little with different. Life too. on Mars.
1: It was cuz yeah. like I was paying attention all the time so like when of the when of the lyrics going to come in and then they didn't. That was not, they I did. believe in a thing called love. Um, this is doesn't have that.
0: Yeah, um, I was worried they weren't going to put the lyrics in this. I'm like, you're going to have fuck all for four minutes here. Not have very here. much.
1: Yeah. Um, one thing I noticed, kind of just an observation, the the synthesizer parts in the original kind of sounded like a back and forth with the vocoder. Um, mm-hmm. This they sound quite different in the low end and the high end in this, and I think that's just because of how their synthesis works. But uh, mm-hmm. quite distinct sounding. Um, the ending is also kind of weak. Yeah. Um. They end. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. Like. It kind of fades out, when it shouldn't. I don't think. I think it should end because, like, the original ends on like, uh, never over, and like you get that really def- definite ending. Whereas this kind of has a fade. Almost like it's gonna fade into the next track, and it doesn't really. Yeah. I I checked.
0: Um, okay, good because I was just about to check it. But yeah. you're right; it just falls off. So. Whereas the the ending has such a defined ending, it's not a difficult one to pull off.
1: No, you just get that like ba 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 done. Like that's it. It's just like a low, never over. I think it's even all the same note. Mm-hmm. Um. They yeah. They just kind of like like limp wristed it. Yeah, and like
0: if they call themselves 8-bit arcade, I think there's room in every one of these pop songs to bring it into different styles of like songs that are in an arcade game. Like it can be high energy, it could be the game over theme, which is often just a sad version of the main theme. Like they could really play around with the composition a bit and make it sound like, like I'm in an arcade playing the Daft Punk arcade game or something, right? Yeah. They didn't do that. They, just, they fucking threw it all away. It's a shame. Um. Yeah, it's a shame. But that brings us to our three categories, our final verdicts. We got three categories today, Alex. The worst version, the best version, and the most sampleable version. The version you would like to sample if given the opportunity. Alex, what is the worst version of this?
1: What is the worst version of this? Um... So there were a couple I didn't like that much. I think for me the worst was Pelike, mm. Just because like I saw the potential of playing it in that style, and then he just was a much lesser version of that. Um, so it was more of yeah. a disappointment thing because and I don't always just want to give it to the um to the Acapella, the acapella
2: one. Groups. Because yeah.
1: I mean, for me it's like I don't really like a cappella. Unless they do something particularly egregious, um, I don't want to give it to them. Uh and this one was like whatever. It didn't make me care about it enough to hate it. So not that I hate the Pelike version, I just thought it was kind of uh weak showing after Minsky did it's, it much better.
0: Yeah, you're not mad, you're disappointed, right? Yeah, exactly. like, oh, Could have been so much more. Yeah, looking at this playlist, it really is I, I joked about the the, the HBF's line for Vitamin String Quartet covers, but also for this playlist, there's a clear tipping point, and <laughs> where the covers mostly get worse. Son of Dave being the exception, but everything after Vitamin String Quartet was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like you said, I, it's unless it's exceptionally bad acapella. Obviously, people coming to this are going to know we don't endorse the acapella versions, and you know maybe not, not even counting it as the worst version. I don't even count it as. Like music or a cappella, it's this, it's nothing. It's I, put it out of sight, out of mind. pelicate yeah, I agree with you. The the disappointment factor. I think ugh, it's tough. I I really am disappointed also with both Pomplamoose and 8 Bit Arcade, who did like are presumably you know at least functionally skilled in their fields. They've been doing this. Pomplamoose knocks out four songs a month. 8 Bit Arcade does a hundred albums a year you think they would be getting better at their crafts and these are these are late stage covers we're talking 2019 and 2020 um i think i'm gonna give it to 8-bit arcade just because it is it, it shows such a lack of artistry it is just a a plopping it into your 8-bit generator and cranking out oh that's daft punk and they have a whole album of this this is from a, a whole album called the ultimate daft punk i believe yeah the ultimate daft punk 33 songs and each and every one probably about the same quality as this. And that's ugh, it's just disappointing. So that's my worst. Mm-hmm. Alex, let's flip it. What's the best?
1: What is the best? Um, So I thought about this. There's obviously two that I like. That's been happening a lot lately where there's like two front runners. Um, yeah. I think Uminski edges out Son of Dave just a little bit. So I'm giving it to Uminski. I got that good. Um, Minsky top pelike bottom thing um kind of you know it, it it's poetry it rhymes um <laughs> but i also really liked some dave but i think like you said i i'm not totally sure i guess this isn't really a fair thing to say because um we were talking about it, like it might just be a, a novelty thing i don't know if yeah it like if we listen to
0: legs. a bunch of son of dave yeah, yeah it,
1: is am it i gonna good. am i gonna care I, I i would actually like to find out Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Uminsky edges it out a bit.
0: Yeah, I think Uminsky gives the the song heart, makes it more of a dance track. It's something of you can listen to and go, "Oh, there's the," like, maybe there isn't, maybe there is no meaning behind it, but it sure feels like it when you got these dudes screaming, <laughs> screaming yeah. And yeah, I thought it was a great composition. Uh, yeah, it's definitely my my best one out of these two. I think, and obviously the Kanye West one's great.
1: Yeah, uh, I've kind of, I mean, I I don't always eliminate uh ones that are are samples or anything um Mm -hmm. but i have kind of been ignoring that one but i also like it
0: yeah i I, i'm nobody's gonna come to this and be like oh wow stronger by kanye west never heard of it like you've heard it you've heard it on the radio either you like it or you don't but yeah i think the uminski one's a great take on it and is very interesting uh alex you're gonna sample one of these in the future which one's it gonna be
1: (sighs) which one is it gonna be Um. It's probably gonna be son of Dave. There's a lot of good harmonica sounds in there, and yeah, like, that's it's got some if good it's me, texture. That's probably <laughs> what I was <laughs> more than anything else. And like, I wouldn't sample the eight bit arcade version; it wouldn't be worth it. You can just make the sounds yourself.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think yeah, son of Dave's probably got it. Um, looking at the other ones, Pelicay, like maybe those screams at the top, but you can get those yeah. get those screams in any song. Um Kanye West would be sampleable but you would never get that sample cleared. It would be <laughs> yeah,
1: it would be weird to sample Kanye West I think.
0: Yeah, although it would be fun to carry on the the chain of sampling That's and also true. build a hit song That's true. on that.
1: Or or just very very definitively sample something that is not in any way related to Harder Better Faster Stronger, which is very similar to how he sampled harder better faster stronger but not cola bottle baby like at all
0: right so if i sample just like some of the synth parts like the breakdown yeah. from from stronger
1: or him being like need you right now or something like
0: that need you right now actually yeah that'd be a great sample I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go with stronger because I, I i like the concept of, of taking that down the line and then for many years into the future every 10 the 20 years chain. somebody does a new sample
2: <laughs>
0: and then it's a it's a hit
1: yeah that is amusing
0: that would be fun. So that's going to be my, my lock in an answer. That's our final verdict. If you've got a different opinion, a similar opinion, want to talk to us about a version we didn't talk about, hit us up on Twitter. Hashtag CoverMePod, at Cressy at some Alex Wiseguy. You can also email us at CoverMePod at gmail.com. Um, send us your comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for future episodes. Say, hey, guys, cover this song. We might do it. We just might. Um, We got a bonus segment today Alex, we were talking a bit We almost changed the whole episode to be about this Animated bands, animated music videos Animated bands um, Yeah, if you, Alex Mildenberger Were to be animated in the style of one of these groups Be it uh, the Daft Punk uh, like Space anime band uh, Prozac Gorillas, fuck it, even the Archies Or the Alan Parsons Project music video What style would you choose and why?
1: Uh, there's like not that many that I know of To choose from um the gorillas do have really cool style and like changes a lot Mm-hmm. so it's quite dynamic i mean maybe it's the most boring answer but i feel like it's the most comprehensive one as well mm. like I, I i wouldn't be that interested in seeing a version of myself that looked like it fit in with the archies or even prozac but like gorillas yeah yeah, because gorillas be can be a little
0: weird. ugly, too. Yeah. I like that there's room for, for grossness in there.
1: And, like, chibi floating head? Eh, maybe. But not, that wouldn't be my first choice.
3: No.
0: And my, my trouble with, uh, with Daft Punk's, like, they're, they're the, the, the Japanese animation style. I think they struggle with facial hair a little bit, of, of my length. You're either, like, a dude with stubble, or you're an old man with a big-ass beard. So if I'm portrayed in that style, I'm gonna look like fucking Master Roshi. Right,
1: that would be cool too, that anime style. But uh, there's something like just gritty and about the gorilla stuff, like clean sometimes but gritty sometimes.
3: Yeah, I hear you. Yeah,
1: yeah I think I think
0: maybe that's the right choice, Alex. Um. But let's ask our listeners if you guys want to tell us what your, your top choice for being animated in yeah. the style of a band is.
1: Tell us about your favorite obscure animated band that we don't know about or forgot about.
0: Yeah. Uh, hashtag animated band. Cartoon band. not animated band. Um, yeah, let us know. Let us know what's good in the neighborhood. That's it for this episode. Thank you all for joining us. As we always say on Cover Me. Cover me is never over.